Well, greetings, Mercy Towners and out-of-towners, those who might listen to this podcast. Um, kind of find ourselves in interesting, unprecedented times and uh, trying to stay informed as we figure out everything that's going on at the moment with the coronavirus and gatherings, etc., etc. I think it's important that um, we don't become apathetic and kind of diminishing our faith and following of Jesus as we go through a season of not meeting as community. I think it's really important that we maintain spiritual practices, uh, contact with one another wherever we can, in whatever form we can, so that we we, we stay attentive to what God is doing. Um, hence this talk. I'm going to try and give a few talks over the next few weeks that we'll put up on the podcast, and maybe Brian will add some as well. Um, there's also a possibility that we will use Google Hangout. Um, Google have made Hangout Pro available free to nonprofits. So we'll see if we can do some connecting that way. But I think it's really important as community to remember that we are a community and that we still care for one another in any way that we can. Um, if anyone is in need, please reach out and we help wherever we can, whether that's with practical things like rides or whether that's food or whatever. We, we, we want to be ready. But what I thought I would do today is just share a little bit of, around our faith to maybe encourage us. I would encourage you maybe to read um, Acts chapters 27 and 28. Um, we often don't get to the end of Acts. We always read the front end. but um, it's an amazing little story of Paul when he's been arrested and he appeals to the to Caesar as a Roman citizen. And so it's a story of him being escorted from Jerusalem to Rome uh, via ship. Um, and what this, these two chapters really do is highlight Paul's faith and courage kind of under very, very difficult circumstances. He's, he's in storms. He's, there's a shipwreck. There's great animosity toward him. There's a prison. There's snake bites. There's all sorts of things. And then as you get into the later part of Acts 28, you also see him under home confinement. Um, he has a God, but he's in a home. He can't leave. People can maybe come see him. Kind of a little bit of what we're experiencing now, confinement, and we might see more of that. And so we can learn from this. Um, it was interesting, though, as you read those two chapters, that actually the gospel still advances. None of these things, whether they're storms or shipwrecks or animosity or prison or anything, in fact, the snake bites helped, none of these hindered the advancement of the gospel. Um, they actually aided gospel momentum. I think it's because in these hard times, God begins to do things and we rise to a different understanding of what God is doing. In Acts 27, verse 25, Paul's exhortation to the people on the ship is, keep up your courage because of your faith in God. And I want to encourage us as community to keep up our courage because of our faith in God. And that's why I'm encouraging you as well to keep up spiritual practices and your connection with God because that's where our faith flows from. You know, my favorite thing to say to people, and I think people know that about me, is be strong and courageous. It's what it's the great word to Joshua. But that you can only be strong and courageous if you latch onto the faith that you have in God. Um, and as for Paul, I think it applies to us. The trials and 
difficulties that we go through and that we are going through now with this coronavirus. All the schools are shut down. Um, just heard today that Urban Outfitters have shut down all their stores. Um, who knows if we'll go into full lockdown. I mean, there's so many scenarios to play out. But these trials and difficulties can move our faith from the general arena of faith where we believe that God is God and we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, actually move us to a more active and specific faith, a do I trust the Lord today kind of faith. And I think we need that kind of faith. We need to every day trust that God's got our back, that he cares for us, that he loves for us. Um, Remember the promises, I am with you. I am with you through the thick and the thin the trials and the good times. And going back and reading Psalm 23 it is a beautiful psalm to saturate ourselves in over these coming weeks, especially if we're not gathering. Um, the Lord's Prayer, a wonderful prayer just to process every day to remind us that God tr- wants us to trust him every day. He wants to look after us every day. That's a more specific, dynamic, active kind of faith. I think of the man speaking to Jesus in the Gospels where he said, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. He had this general faith, but he wanted a faith that could latch onto Jesus for the now and the specific. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 16, there's this amazing declaration about God. It says, God is love. And so when we talk about faith in God, we're talking about faith in the God who is love. He's not just a loving God. He is love. It's it's the very character of who he is. But from the God who is love flows this understanding that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. You see, the God who is love allows love to flow from him. And most of that love flows in self-giving, self-sacrificing love. It leads to the incarnation of Jesus. It leads to Jesus' life and death and resurrection, which we call the gospel. The good news that Jesus has come because of the love of God, which flows from the God who is love. This flows and creates a whole new opportunity for humanity to connect And we want to appropriate that into our lives every single day because that gospel that flows from God's love is the foundation of our faith. It's established on love, and we have to remember that. If we jump into John's first letter near the end of the scriptures, 1 John 4.18, there's a wonderful verse that says, Perfect love drives out fear. Now, It's important to see that fear is the enemy of love. I mean, the enemy of faith, not doubt. Doubt and faith go together, but fear is the enemy of faith. But when we understand the perfect love of God, when we understand that God is love, that he's demonstrated that perfect love by sending Jesus and the fulfillment of the gospel, then that perfect love, as we attain to it, as we apply it, as we live it, it drives out fear, the thing that robs us of our faith and our ability to trust God every single day. Hebrews 11 verse 6 actually says, without faith, we cannot please God. So it's really important 
that we come to grips with this love and let fear be driven out so that we can rest in faith. And so everything we do is a pleasing offering to God. Um, And so a reminder, this faith that we want to appropriate in our lives is rooted and grounded in God's love. And because of that, it flows not only to us, but through us and out of us in our love for God. And then specifically, as we apply to today's scenario, our love for neighbor. Uh, Jesus summarized or kind of the law and the prophets or the foundation of it and said, the heart of it is that we need to love the Lord our God with all our heart, our soul, our mind, our strength, and that we need to love our neighbor as ourselves. This is what Brian has been covering the last few weeks in in his teachings. Um, So our faith in a loving, self-giving God leads us to be self-giving and loving of others, our neighbors. And as we come into a time like this where uh, people are fearful. We might find people who are, who get sick more than we know. There's, there's some that are vulnerable, especially in our midst, and maybe neighbors around us. We have to find a way how to love those people sacrificially. We can't allow fear to grip us that hinders us from seeing God use us toward our neighbors. And if you read the PDF that we sent out Uh, on Saturday late afternoon that um, Brian had written. There's a wonderful understanding there, and he's talking about this whole area of fear and faith and and loving our neighbor. Um, Love of God and the love of God and the God who is love motivates us, impresses upon us this reality and this desire to love others, our neighbor, as ourselves. So if you have extra food and your neighbor doesn't have it at this time of crisis, please share. Because um, we, it's a wonderful way for the gospel to go forth, as we saw in the Acts 27, 28 story with Paul. In difficult, difficult circumstances, the gospel went out. So just to close off this little talk that I'm doing. And it is a little talk, but it's something for us to think through. I want you to consider and meditate over these next coming days, Psalm 46, verse 10. And what it says is this, be still and know that I am God. See, this is a, let's use this time where we're not gathering as community. Let's use this time, this season to reflect on who God is? Who is the God that we have given our allegiance to? What is he really like? And that doesn't come by great activity. It comes by slowing down. It comes by being still, silent, isolated sometimes in a lonely place to wait and say, ah, be still and know that I am God. And often in those still moments, we will hear God speak. God speaking into our hearts, through our imagination, all sorts of ways that God will speak. And so I want to close by this and saying that we as the elders, we love this community. We love each of you so much. But nothing compares to the way that God loves you and the way that he's demonstrated that in the person of Jesus. And Jesus demonstrating that in his ascension, sending the Holy Spirit to be with us, the the paracletos, the one that walks alongside us to help us and comfort us and care for us and direct us 
and lead us and guide us. That's the Holy Spirit here. We are not left as orphans. We, we are not left alone in this world that feels scary and dangerous from time to time. We're not left to our own devices. We have a God who loves us and cares for us and wants us to trust him as we engage our world in the most beautiful way. So bless you all. I hope that these next few weeks are, are great. We will keep up communications and little talks and little things that we send out to help us encourage. But please don't, don't give up. Set your sight on what God is doing and uh, trust him. And all God's people said, Amen.